Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 7, Episode 7, titled Snatch Game. My name is Joe Batanz from the podcast Catching Up, and I am joined by my two amazing co-hosts. From the podcast Dubious Intent Plus, we have Daniel J. Brewer. I'm Batman. <laughs> That's my Snatch what Game. Is, yeah, what yeah, does yeah, the yeah, J stand my, for, by the way? Uh, the, the, sta- the J stands for Batman. <laughs> And from the podcast's Big Silly Homo and Cocktails and Cream Puffs, welcome back, Donna Sugars. Yes. Get into I'm it. I'm so happy to get be back. Into it. I know. We yeah, missed you last week. It. We would like to extend a very... Uh, I'm having that printed on my panties. <laughs> we'd like to extend a very uh, a sincere thank you to Taylor the Latte Boy for filling in for Donna last week. Um, I do find it hilarious that me and him had the same, like yes. almost the same jokes. Like, like really, like, true. it's amazing. It was. Great yeah. minds think alike. They do. This week, it's the long-awaited Snatch Game. There's drama when two girls want to perform the same character and a couple of the girls soar while some queens fail to perform. In the end, Max and Jaden are in the bottom two and Max is told to sashay away. Ladies, any initial, initial, any initial thoughts? Uh, I, you know, it was, a, it was a good episode. It was a, it was kind of a, kind of an okay episode, I think, right? I, shock ending, but um you know, for the most part, it played really well on the bar, by the way. Most of the jokes landed really well. Uh, there was uh, most of the Katya lines got huge laughter. So, yeah, it was a good episode. It was a big episode for Katya this week. Yeah, you know, I, I saw the first half in a bar uh, yesterday because the house where I'm house sitting does not have a television, but the, the volume was too low. So I just left halfway through and just watched it later. But, yeah, the, the jokes that we could hear were landing. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was good. Where did was, you watch the, it, Donna? Um, I watched it about an hour and a half ago on my oh, computer. Nice, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Monday nights, I, I do a little podcast, and then uh, I go to work, and I usually come home Tuesdays and watch them on LogoTV.com. Now, Donna, the place where you do the podcast, doesn't that person have a television that you could watch it after, or he doesn't want to watch it? They do, uh, but by the end of that day, I realize I've woken up. Uh, I've woken up at six thirty. I've gone to oh. work a full eight hour day, and then I have done show prep and then done uh, an hour and a half to two you know hours what, Donna, worth of yeah, show. It just, it just sounds like you just you're just not your heart's not in this, honey. It's just a lot. Do I need to? Do we need to PayPal you the two bucks so you can buy the episode on Amazon and watch it during your lunch break on your phone? I then I would go through my bandwidth, but no, I'm like I I, I look forward to wait, coming wait, wait, home. Wait, 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 wait! You don't have work. you don't have Wi-Fi at work? No, we no, do wait, not. he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't need that if he downloads it. They, they release it at midnight. If he downloads it at night before no. he goes to work, yeah. on his phone, yeah, he could just watch on his phone bandwidth free. But he's it's, no, it's my. This is the favorite. This is one of my favorite days of the week. I come home from work. I relax. I usually get. I eat. I make some food. I watch some Drag Race. I wash untucked. Right, right, right. I get my notes ready, and then I record a show with my two of my favorite people. Wait, like, who? Who are that? Who's that? <laughs> he does another recap show. <laughs> oh, okay. You're, you so that. this yeah. is like the warm up. Right, right for after. This. Right. Okay. He great, does a recap show with Johnny McGovern and another cool great, person. <laughs> well, let's yeah. jump into the show. <laughs> after the elimination from last week, Jaden uh, washes off Candied Ho's lipstick mirror message. <laughs> Everything happens, number four, a reason. Pero la vida continuo. <laughs> Big things will come. Candy Ho. XOXO. Totally worth it to hear Donna Sugar's <laughs> That was actually totally worth yeah, it. Yeah. Max was not too happy with Michelle's criticism, but Violet and Kennedy think Max needs to take the thoughts to heart. One wig that's not gray, and then I'm going right back to gray. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Michelle. She was like, and what did I tell you last week? Bitch, if they gave me specifics, I would fucking do it. <gasps> Miss Max. Still choose 
to pull out them dust-ass, gray-ass wigs. I would like to see her at the bottom so she can get a reality check. IJS. I'm just saying. My takeaway from that is that Kennedy wants to see Violet on a bottom. I don't know. I got, I got nothing. Um, can we talk about... I Frankly, I could care less about that other than Kennedy trying to get us, like... IJS, like, bitch, you're trying to what? Start a new little, yeah, no. Stop. <laughs> I, I'll say it's, Stop. I still like it better than you always got, wait, there's always time for There's a always time, right? Should I play the song? There's always time for a cocktail. Did Donna, did you hear the song? <laughs> oh, Lord, there's a song. Wait, did you not oh, listen goodness. to last week? So you weren't on the shows last week, so you just decided you weren't <laughs> even going to listen to it. How did I completely miss that? How do you, how did I was you, listening at quadruple speed. Did not even listen to last week. <laughs> It just goes downhill. I that. thought this was a joke. No, I thought you guys were fucking around. I thought this was a joke. Oh, if only. If only. I thought we Joe were. like threw that together. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know what? I actually would do something like that. Here's yes. here's my thing. Here's my thing. I want. I just want to address this really quickly. Yeah. Did Max? Like the overarching theme of this week's show is: Have any of you bitches ever watched this show before? Right? They all no. like, and it's like, really? Didn't Milk go home for the same reason? Like, uh, the uh, didn't like he change one thing that Michelle kept wanting him to change, and that was the week he went home. Like, I want you to not wear the contacts one. I want you to not wear your con or whatever it was that that. Uh, well, we can talk about this now, oh, but I think the, when the flowers. I don't know. I'm just saying. And Yenny Flowers made it to the top three. Don't ever listen to Michelle Versace. Don't ever. No, but I also no. think, I think Max fell apart emotionally on this show. I mean, we see that. Yeah. Like, we I don't know. I think that what... she's been pulling out these beautiful looks, but she just wasn't emotionally there. And that's what we are seeing the show. You, see, This show has been all about people just breaking down emotionally because they are at their, the end of their rope. Well, yeah, this is a race, right? I mean, this is very fast one right after the other. I mean, it's, they don't have a week between like we do. Yeah. Now, I do need to throw this out here because it was probably my, my favorite part of the show is when they were – Pearl was reading – uh, Kennedy's look from last oh, week. Oh, yes. And then mm-hmm. does the fake toke. And I'm like, bitch, you are the last person to talk about being on drugs. Now, on in okay. fairness, Pearl was doing a crack pipe mime, right? Okay. So it was a very specific drug. So oh, well, you know, what I, you know what I do like, and this goes with our Pearl's a big druggy theory, is notice that she really stepped up her game once the drugs wore off. When she went through <laughs> I, yeah. her... I'm her, thinking uh, the first couple of weeks really were a detox. Yes. Like they, she was trying to get it out of her system. She should have I gone and had right. a heart-to-heart talk with uh, Miss Fame and yeah, because anyway. she came to uh, fucking life. She's come to life. I didn't pull the clips, but you know the some of her jokes on uh, Snatch Game were really good. I had to Google who that was. Yeah, I, I did too. I, 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 I didn't know. Sure I still don't who know who it is. is. I still don't I, know. Is that a Bravo person? I don't. It's Mob. Don't it's from Mob Wives. I don't know the. Is that a Bravo thing, or is that one of those like well, this is is one like, of... from the Discovery Channel? <laughs> now that they're doing like Swamp People and Amish and whatever all that crap. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about their looks later. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, it's a brand new day in the workroom, and there's little time to spare. After a rather vague video message from Rue and special guest Bianca Del Rio, RuPaul himself enters the room to deliver this week's main stage challenge. Oh yeah, volume's not on. <laughs> We're super <laughs> so today, it's time to find out who else you can be. That's right. Oh, no. This week's Maxi Challenge. <laughs> Maxi Challenge. 
Now go on and hashtag that. Snatch Game is the challenge that every fan of RuPaul's Drag Race has been waiting for. We put on these giant yes. latex frog costumes and we go through a fiery obstacle course. Okay, all right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You compete on a live game show, a parody of the Match Game. So. Which nobody under the age of 45 has ever seen. Yeah, there's a, when they come back from commercial, they do a thing and Kat, I mean, Pearl, it goes, he's like, it's a game. And he totally, like, they fed, a producer fed you what that show was. Yeah. I think at this you know. point, they're just, they have cards, like, read what's on this card, Pearl. Pearl, I'll give you this little baggie of pills if you read what's on the card. Now, come on. Now, every single year they do Snatch Game. I'm sure some of them have, have read up on it ahead of time. You know the, the wait 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 Daniel. Half of them come in doing the stupidest characters. Right, they no, but, know we're gonna get them kicked off okay, every yes. single year. Yes, but Pearl in Pearl's defense, Pearl clearly did her homework because she came in. She did a character, right? She did. That's and, true. She, Pearl did her homework, okay, but there are okay. certain people like. Um, well, even like the. Uh, should, should we like, talk about or, what they all they're all doing? Oh, read the I script. We'll get to read that in the script. Oh, there's uh-huh. a script. Okay. Yeah, I'm reading the script. <laughs> Let's do this. So, I mean, there's not really much to say. I mean, it's Snatch Game. We've everybody. It seems like Snatch Game now is sort of the benchmark, not only for the audience but for the cast members. There, that seems to be like the mark of whether you made it on the show is whether you make it to Snatch Game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because they now, they mentioned that several times. We're on episode seven. Uh-huh. Is this the normal? Why do I feel like this took so long to get the Snatch Game? <laughs> because it's just been a torturous season so far. Like, I don't know why. I just had the feeling that Snatch Game was usually episode four or five. I this don't know why I kept going there. I mean, I'm going to have to go look at I've got all the seasons here on my computer. But to yeah, be, no, please To continue. be honest, I think what happens in most seasons is you don't even know that the show starts and then you binge watch like four episodes halfway through the season. And you're like, oh, that's right. It's so started and I got to get caught up. And then it seems like it came, came a lot faster. I don't know. I. It did seem later this year than usual. You're kind of waiting. Now is the thing we're waiting to get to Snatch Game because it also seems that the show takes off right after Snatch Game. Like it's like, okay, we just did that. Now it's gonna, you know, boom. Oh my god! Right to the end. Just like a big Harley convention going by somebody's house. I know it was this one over here. Uh, you know, I, you know what it is is that Snatch Game set is kind of built to house eight people, right? Yeah. So there's always going to be eight people when they do Snatch Game. So I feel that there's been a ten. I think Donna's right. I feel like I've seen it with ten before. All right. As the girls break up to work on their Snatch Game characters, it doesn't take long for Violet Tchotchke and Miss Fame to come to a horrifying realization. What are you doing? I'm doing Donatella Versace. I'm doing Donatella Versace. We're all doing Donatella. I've been Donatella Versace for like eight months. They want me to be out there, and I think that this would be a great chance for me to kind of push myself outside of the pretty little box. I've been planning to do Donatella since the first time I auditioned for RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, come on, girl. Sounds like one of you has to be the bigger person and just bow out. Did you bring a backup character? Not at all. Not at all. I literally don't have any other choice. I'm doing it. All right. I just got to say this. Okay. I don't mean to be mean. Sure. But really, you've been working on that for eight months. And in Miss Fame's case, since the very first time you tried out, you haven't been working on that. It's like that's that that was no work put there. There was no work shown there. That end product was not uh, a, a culmination of work being done. Okay. Now I need to go back to something. So the Donna, Surger, uh, Donna Sugar's research lab has uh, <laughs> gone through the seasons. Yes. And seasons two, three, four, five, and six. Snatch Game was episode five. Wow. Oh. So that's why it felt like it was so late. Where the fuck was my Snatch Game? Right. Why is it episode seven this year? Why are we bringing from tradition? Don't know. Okay. Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> uh... 
Where were we? I don't know. I'm uh, scared. Donna, I'm scared. Donna, Donna, oh, Donna leaves. Donna leaves strength. for a week. She doesn't even fucking listen to the show that we recorded, and now she's back. Are you just getting all bossy around me? She's like a big old pushy queen it. this week. Look, look, here's the thing, Donatella Versace. Why was that the big thing this year? I mean, obviously she's a fierce look to sort of have on a let's, drag queen thing, but they didn't prep anything. Yeah, let's I don't t- think let's it's funny. Yeah, let's talk about their characters when we get to that point because I, I do have a lot to say about the ones that they picked. To me, it was yeah. Just, yeah. Is there I think it's just like the show. We're just trying to get to the That's actual. Right. Let's get to it. <laughs> okay. 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 While the girls work on their costumes, Rue pops in to check on in on their progress. Miss Fame fills Rue in on the controversy, and Rue shares her own perspective. Was that a discussion, or she yeah, said, no. "I am doing Donatella"? No, I, I, she didn't have a backup. And well, listen, Miss Fame, the competition is really narrowing down, so you've got to go for the jugular. You were kind enough to change your first choice. But, you know, being kind is one thing, but being the winner is a completely different thing. Ooh, I girl. Think you do what's in your best interest, not in the best interest of the other contestants. Well, shit, I'll be Versace. This is a competition. Sometimes you have to step over other girls to get where you want to go. So, sorry, girl. Ooh. Well, but, okay, here's the thing. I want to say this right now. Let's say Rue's right. Why doesn't she give the same advice to... Violet Chachki. She actually kind of forces Violet Chachki to change her character. I don't think so. I think uh, she she asks. Uh, I think Rue is just like, well, Donatella Versace is not that good of a character anyway. Like, what else do you got? But if if you heard that, and I, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but if you heard, he's like, Pearl was telling her you don't have to do it just because. And I think you know, love her or not, you know, whether you like her or not, Violet has her head in the game. She's like, if we both go out doing the same character, we're going to be the two lip syncing for our life because that plays well on TV. Here's the two people that played the same character. Oh, uh, did she say that? Why didn't no, I no, I'm just oh. saying that's, that, that's gotta be, I mean, she's playing this game it, to win. It was inferred that she knew, she knew how harshly it would be if the two of them came out and did yeah, the Yeah, because she said, well, well, I was going to do Donatella when it was just me, but now, you know, then I'm going to be directly compared to her. Here's the funny thing, and we'll talk more about this when we get to – well, no, I don't actually pull any um, Alyssa Edwards clips. I mean, I feel like um, uh, Violet Chachki got the better end of the deal because her yeah, Alyssa Edwards absolutely. was great. It was. Yeah, I mean, and, she, well, it's clear she, she and Pearl were the – you know, were safe and yeah. you know, were sent back to the room. Her, yeah, her Alyssa Edwards was great and was better. Than, I doubt Violet Chachki's uh, Donatella Versace would have been much better, do you think? Or do you think it would have been better that she's sort of in it and gets it? See, and, I don't She know. swears that it would have been, and she swears that her Donna was just gonna, Donatella was going to be the greatest thing on the planet. But frankly, I wasn't a huge fan of her Alyssa Edwards. She did a couple of things that were very – she did that thing with her chin to give the no chin, but I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. You know, of course, I hate Alyssa Edwards. I was going to say, you know, who was a huge fan of it was Alyssa Edwards. There's actually it went up today a video of Alyssa Edwards reaction to uh, Violet playing it. Oh, I want to see that. I texted you about this earlier. I said, if you, you did, to pull, yeah, you know, someone you, told me, someone told me I haven't been getting my text messages. Oh, girl. No, oh, you, you know what? My, I got to take my phone and my phone broke. Thank God oh, I have insurance. My phone it's broke. Oh, there we go. It's okay. Sorry about that. Do you want Do you want to hear Alyssa's reaction? I can, I can probably sure. skip to that. I can, Money skip, I can skip to the section where she probably does that. Let's see. Here she goes. Okay. No, she's pulling her ear. Well, you know what? Hold you on. Find it. flew me all the way over here to Los Angeles to tell me there was a surprise. And I thought I was getting proposed to on Alyssa's secret. And instead, I got cracked, honey, when Miss Violet Chorchke had did me for the Snatch Game. I have to say, though, I'm kind of flattered that Miss Violet had did me because I am a fan of hers. I am. That's bold to do another queen. I don't think I could do that. Girl, she was over there... 
the whole time. And Violet, I want to thank you for doing your homework. You had that hair out. You had that bow on. You had your pageant jewels. You had your asymmetrical dress. You had your you nails. Had no I'm proud of you for having your nails on, woman. I saw them nails. I look at those details. Did she have her Red Bull can up there? Because I didn't see that Red Bull can. Miss Violet had rehearsed that tongue paw, bitch, and all these hands and all this. I know she didn't send her waist for that gig, honey. Oh, my gosh. Me and Violet, I'm bringing Violet on this show. I need y'all to fly her over here and get Miss Violet over here. Now, I need you to come up in here on my Monday gig, girl, dressed as me to be my stunt double, girl, and sit oh, right yeah, in yeah. my she face. She has on it. Okay, yeah. we get it. Meow, 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 meow. I thought we. I thought uh, when you're supposed to be doing snatch game, you're supposed to be dressed like a woman. Oh, the shade of it all. Okay, <laughs> can I can I just throw this out here? Okay, so there was uh, w- when we start to talk about these, there was a lot of conversation about how well snatch game you should be playing a woman, snatch game you should be playing a woman. Is so then it's okay to play a drag queen as for snatch game as long as it's hilarious? No, is that, is that what the rule is? No, and and I think what it the only we'll get Alaska. Alaska got away no, with no, it. No, 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 no. Well, all right. Here's the thing. There wasn't, no one said you had to play a woman. It was just, there was a clip from Katya that basically said snatch means vagina. I mean, that's the, the two, th- you know, whatever it's, it's called snatch game. That means vagina. And it was just, it was just, but it, there was no official rule that, I mean, obviously yeah, here's, like, here's what we know. Here's what we okay. know. I, I don't want to get too far ahead because Joe's pulled all these clips. I, but here's what we know. We know in the past that people wanted to do something and the producers turned them down and said, no, you have to go to a different choice, right? We've read interviews with other queens from past seasons that's like, well, I wanted to do this character for Snatch Game, but I was told by the producers, no, I can't do that. And so I had to p- pick another one. It's like, so we know going in, right, that you're not necessarily going to get your first choice. So it's kind of stupid not to have a backup plan, right? Oh, shit. Okay, well, then I'm just going to start. I'm going to le- start learning some accents and some, some different things, and I'm just going to play 15 different damn characters. I'm going to create a one-man show. Because I, I watch. Watch. They're going to not let me do my first choice. Will you be allowed to speak in your one-man show? No. No, I will just giggle and smile. Stand in the corner. Onward. Meanwhile, well, I guess we don't need to do the clip where we. It says, meanwhile, Rue gently pushes Violet Chachki to abandon her Donatella Versace yeah. impression and pursue a we'll different character. We've she... discussed this. We let's move on. Okay. Uh, during the snatch game, Max struggles with his impression of past winner Sharon Needles. Our first star is drag superstar from the House of Han, Sharon Needles. <laughs> Have you been to any good seances lately? I just got back from one. <laughs> that does not even Sharon it doesn't sound anything like Sharon Needles no the look was spot on yeah though. the look was I mean, great we gotta give her the look was great yeah. crickets crickets you want the next well, there's one another clip oh okay I'm sorry Marcia Rossi yeah. says that Ellen DeGeneres is so hilarious even her blank makes her laugh but I'm going to have to say coins, honey, makes hey, them laugh. Coins. Yes, because that's so much they pee pennies, child. Such yes. a stupid pennies. answer. All right, let's go over here to uh, Sharon Needles. I said temper tantrums. <laughs> and you know why? Why? Because Ellen never has temper tantrums. Wait a minute, let me get this straight. Yes. Her temper tantrums make her laugh because Ellen does not have temper well, you know, tantrums. She does, but everything she says is so damn funny, you can't even tell. <laughs> What is she losing her mind? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I just dozed off. What happened? Ah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a bit rough. That? It was a bit rough. But like, as we'll see, she kind of had a meltdown during the critiques. But do you think she was? Do you think she was starting to crack under the pressure? You know, it's so hard to tell because I don't know how many questions they went through. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know. 
it seems like a really dumb answer to me. It was just kind of like that. That was a, you know, temper tantrums in and of itself is not a bad answer to that question. But then the whole explanation just kind of like completely fell apart. Wait, hold on for a second. Hold on. Daniel, you don't think that's a dumb answer? That, okay. No, no, no. Take the sentence. Take the sentence. Portia says that Ellen is so funny that even her blank makes her laugh. Even her temper tantrums make her laugh. That's that's not a bad answer. It's not the greatest answer in the world, but it's, it, it, you know, it makes... It just needed a punchline. Right, right, right. I'm just saying her explanation of it just made no sense. Her explanation kind of like took the what little meaning there was in it and just kind of pulled that right out. So, Daniel, who would you do in the Snatch Game? I'm Batman. <laughs> okay. Donna? Oh, wait. Donna, you don't want to give that away. because I'll I would give do it like, away. I, oh. I know exactly who I would do. I would do the Barefoot Contessa. Oh, that's a good one. Which I think is hysterical. Plus, all yeah. I have to do is wear an oversized shirt and an easy bob. And I think it's hyster- I think it's an absolute hysterical character. And you know, if they I turn think- that one down, can I suggest uh, another alternative for you? Ooh. Mario Batali. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as we know, now now really you can play any celebrity you want as long as it's funny. I'm sorry. It has to be a girl, Daniel, so I would do pull, Guy Fury. I'm sorry, did what? you pull the, the RuPaul Twitter? Didn't they, they were going to put more uh, Snatch Game questions? Yes, there are. There are more uh, oh, Snatch we'll Game. We'll have to do them as our characters. Yes, we will. Uh, Ru- well, who, wait, wait, now, who would you play, Joe? I, w- I can't really do impressions. I guess the only impression I can just like fake is Jerry Seinfeld's the standard like, who are these people? <laughs> That's what it would be. It would just be talking like this. We'll just be really good at your lip sync and you'll just you'll be okay. You'll be okay. I really can't do impressions. Kennedy I always Davenport. said I always said I wanted to do the one that I really wanted to do, which is it's it fucking milk did last season mm-hmm. and did a terrible job at. What? I'm kind of I'm like I really want to do Julia Child. I thought cuz I think that's oh. such an amazing character, but milk did such a terrible job. I don't know. I don't think I'd ever be able to do it. All right. Well, I, I have the questions. So if, we, if we if we want to do that, we can. Yeah, but let's do it. No, <laughs> I'm not prepared. Shut up. Kennedy Davenport's impersonation of musician Little Richard was a hit. <laughs> what say you, Little Richard? Well, you know, me and Batman and Robin have a lot in common, baby. <laughs> I said a bathhouse in a dark room with glory holes. <laughs> It'll be a lot of singing going on up in there, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry, little Richard. That is not a match. Oh, shut up! <laughs> now, Daniel, I, I'm glad I pulled this clip because you have not been a fan of Kennedy Davenport. What did I you think not. of her as Little Richard? I enjoyed her, Little Richard. Uh, I I bought her explanation for it, right? Which is, uh, you know, R- Little Richard is a drag queen. I don't care whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. And I've never really been h- that hung up on like having to play a female character because I come from the era where there was a a yearly fundraiser at the bars called turnabout where all the bartenders would do drag and all the drag queens would tin bar and it was a big fundraiser that would do every and so these drag queens would do their drag characters dressed as a boy so it was kind of like that whole victor victoria thing where you had like a you know a, a yeah. boy dressed as a woman dressed as a boy um, i call that drag cons- it, it's dragception right it really is. yeah and, I, and and so i mean i i was fine with the i i thought she did a great job and i'm you know what i'm going to go ahead and say that it's it's coming up later but i'm gonna go ahead and just get it out of the way i thought ginger did a great job Wow. We're going to hear it. We're going to hear it. (laughs) Okay. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Kennedy as Little Richard there, Donna? I thought it was hysterical. Um, I don't know if it was intentional, but was her mustache intentionally glued on wrong? (laughs) Did anyone else notice that weird white yeah, thing? It was like, was yeah. that was that supposed to be like? That? I don't know if it was supposed to be or not, but it was funny. So. It was still funny. Yeah. It, he he looked amazing. I love the shoulder pads. It was too much. Yeah. Jaden Dior Fierce struggled with her impression of Raven Simone. 
All right, down to our next star. This Cosby kid is all grown up. Welcome, Raven Simone. I just had a vision. Really? I'm a lesbian now. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's so Raven. That is so me. Raven Simone. That's so Raven. <laughs> I just saw it. What is it? She blows him. Unfortunately, Raven, that is not a match. I'll try again. No, I saw the same thing. Same thing. All right. Now, Can- I didn't see that so Raven. I know, nor that, did I. Yeah, to me. Is that something that Raven did? Did she get visions? Apparently, shit. I mean, apparently none of us have seen it. I, I think I, I, I think ugh. Raven Simone got sucked into that whole like psychic hotline thing, whatever the 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 person, not the show. I don't think it had anything to do with that. So Raven, the show. I think it had to do with Raven Simone. Kind of like remember when Dion Warwick or whoever did the or Dion Ross, whoever it was, it you know the who it was Dion Warwick that did the the psychic hotline. Yeah, yeah. I think Raven Simone was was that in that ilk. And I think this was a very stupid choice. Like, this is a person who is not funny in any way. Even when she's acting herself, she's not funny. Like, no, I'm going to... I'm going to... not a funny character. I'm going to defend her just a little bit. Okay. Uh-oh. In the yeah. sense that her, the critique... No, I didn't think it was funny. But the critique that we got from from later on was the fact that she was just doing the same thing over and over and it was boring. But really, when you get right down to it, it's like Kennedy was doing the same thing every time. Like, just a woo shut up i mean it's just like it's just in in one case it worked and in the other case it didn't work so i don't think inherently you know repeating things you know as as an impression is necessarily bad but that being said it's fucking raven simone it was just like who the fuck is that i mean that's such an obscure d-list celebrity it's just yeah might as well do kathy griffin right i think at the end of the day it's one of these things if you're funny then it's gonna work and so kennedy was funny and so the fact that the lines were funny uh and then she would do the woo I can't right. do it. And yeah. the Ooh. shut up. And- yeah. And, and to me, I mean, we're, we're going to play this clip right now. Go ahead and tell me the clip and then we'll do it. And then I'll Performing as Adele, Ginger Minj stole the show. In England, are you from Adele? My house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dorothy blanks the Tin Man. Well, if it was me, I would say she rips out his heart and then sings a whole album about it and gets really popular. But yeah. it's not me. No, no. So I said she polishes his chrome. <laughs> it's a good answer, but not a match, darling. Well, could I get a match, please? It's a fake cigarette. <laughs> Her cognitive is hysterical. It, it was, it, she did a great job as, uh, as Adele. Wow. But I, I just want to say this. The two winners of this challenge, I, I, not for nothing, and keep this in mind, Donna Sugar's possible future contestant on this show, the two winners played A-list celebrities. The two winners played Little Richard and Adele. Two A-list celebrities. Wait, you're calling Little Richard an A-list, A-list celebrity? Uh, he was in his time. Yeah. Okay. Now, who He's doesn't? Someone that yeah. everybody who, knows. Yeah, that's no, the thing. Right. Everyone knows who Little Richard is, right? Unless like, you talk to a young homosexual. I mean, the new, the, the young people don't know him, but that's just because they're stupid. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm just saying, who else on that panel really played an A-list celebrity? It's like, uh, that's, you know, nobody. This season was a really good season for Ginger to be on this show. There have been a lot of acting and comedy challenges. Yeah. And it let her, it's given her room to shine. This is the season that a friend of ours should have probably gone on. Now, here's the thing. And you know that I don't care for Ginger as a, as a person. Yeah, oh, no, we know this. But let me just say this. This is my, my dislike of Ginger is actually quite nuanced, right? Oh, I, I, I don't like her 
over-preparedness, right? Her canned responses mm-hmm. in the in the points where she's supposed to be being real. In this case, she clearly worked on that impression. She had props. She had, you know, stand, you know, go-to lines already created. You know, she, she did what we were promised with the Donatella that they had been working on it for eight months. She clearly worked on this character. She had lines come up for it. She, and that is, that is where those kind of like, uh, you know, pulling out pre-written lines and everything really works, right? This is a stage performance and that's what it is. What I don't like about her is when it feels like she's being fake when she's supposed to be being real. Like when when she's supposed to be being real and she's giving what is clearly a pre-written line. So that's my nuanced dislike of Ginger. Okay. Thank you, Daniel. You're welcome. I think you're eventually going to have sex with uh, Ginger Man. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Back on the panel, Miss Fane struggles with her impression of Donatella Versace. From the house of Versace, it's Donatella Versace. Donatella Versace, house dumb boots, rule. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, is it pronounced Versace or Versace? It depends on where you come from. And apparently I come from Russia. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's another clip. All right. Donatella Versace. This is not the doctor prescription refill card. <laughs> I must be confused. But I did say house down Versace boots, eh? What is wrong with her? I think she's crazy too. You know, here's the thing is I, I think she's naturally funny, but she doesn't know it. Like if she was up there, you know, doing some country character talking about talking to the chickens and whatever, it would be funny. But yeah, she's, I don't know what this impression was. I don't even know who Donatelli Versace, I mean, I Googled it. I know who she is, but it's just like, what is the significance of, of her? It's like, what, what has she been on on TV that we would even recognize her from? I'll tell you what it is. And this is what I saw this episode too. And this could be, we could talk about this here. Is it seems a lot of them do old SNL characters. So Donatella Versace was a character that Maya Rudolph, I think, used to do her. Uh, right. And so they think they're doing that. And also, as good of a job as Katya did, Katya was essentially doing Kristen Wiig doing Susie Orman. Yes. Oh, okay. So we are going to talk about the other people. No, it's, yeah, we do not. Yeah. Like, honey, do you not see the script? <laughs> Fuck. Yes, it's all laid out. I think what Donna's referring to. I didn't pull any other clips from anybody else. We uh, can do. We can do an open discussion. And it doesn't right even here. say. And it doesn't even say yeah. that we're going to discuss the other people. Yeah, yeah we can discuss it right now. Let's do it right now. Okay, fine. Let's talk about the other people. Uh, let go. Start from the top left and tell me uh, what you thought of who was the top left. Sharon Needles. What did you think of Sharon Needles, Donna Shares? Terrible. It was awful. Look was, was great, awful. but the voice was off. It wasn't funny at all. Also, you know, as much as I like Sharon Needles, as much as I enjoyed her on season four, she's not a celebrity per se. It's like this is, you know, she would never have actually been on the actual match game, right? It's like uh, she's she's a reality show star. She's not a, you know, the, it's anyway. Well, let me ask you this question, Daniel. I, I happened to run across this on the internet over the weekend, and it is actually very funny. It's they did the snatch game on one of those no, on a battle of the seasons yes. a live performance. Yes, and it was Alaska playing Laganja Stranja. All right, it was hilarious. It was um, what's the name of that woman in, from season five who won? Jinx Monsoon played Betty Davis, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then Pandora Box played Alaska. And and I think in a live show like that where everyone there is a super fan and that that is it is called Battle of the Seasons where they are the headlining billing acts I think that is appropriate. But for a brand new season, right? Like this is supposed to be all brand new, right? This isn't 
This isn't an all-star show. This isn't like some self-referential show. This is a brand new show. Give me give me some damn celebrities. There's there's an entire universe of celebrities out there that you could impersonate. Outside of RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. Yeah. And it's well, just like, and look, no, but look at what we got. We got Raven Simone. We got two former Drag Race contestants. We got, you know, a motivational speaker. And, uh, Which you one know, was the motivational speaker? I think he's about to find, I think he's talking about Susie Orman. Susie Orman. Uh, Susie I Orman. I thought she was like a financial person. She is. Because she's like a TV host. Oh, okay. Right. And, oh, then, okay. and then, you, you know, some drag, some mob wife. And that was horrible. <laughs> was scary, but. And, right. And then, but, but I'm just saying. Scary, I looked at the pictures of her real life and that's just scary. There were only two actual portrayal. celebrities on that panel and those were the two that won. So it was, you know, it was Adele and Little Richard were the only two actual celebrities that, that were impersonated. As far as I'm concerned, everything else was was you know C list or less. But okay, now taking this season in, comparing it to previous seasons, I hate to say this, I think this is probably one of the best seasons I've seen for overall funniness of people. Yeah, there were three bad people: Max was terrible, Jaden was terrible, Fame was terrible. But the rest of them had really funny lines that were funny. We've never had a season where there were this many queens that were hilarious. That's true. Donna's right. It's usually just one or two who's funny, and the other ones are just doing, like, Beyonce, who doesn't say anything. Like, I mean, can we go back to season two where well, that Puerto Rican did RuPaul, and it was fucking terrible? <laughs> All right, continuing continuing on, I mean, so... Susie Orman was next. Susie Orman. What did you think of Susie? Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Raven Simone was next, but we covered Raven yeah, Simone. Oh, that. that was. So, so what, did you, was what, did you think, what did you think of Katya as Susie Orman, Donna? I thought it was funny. Uh, I think that she could have done something funnier. I, I think that, but I think the line she did, which she was more funnier injecting herself into other people's answers yes. than she was in her own answers. That's a really good point. That's and true. that's what saved, I think that's what really saved her is that she had some moments where someone would say something and she would just jump in with something that was hysterical. Yes. Which I, that is, that is her strong point. Katya is a very funny person and she's, she's very quick witted. Um, anyway, so then, then down in the, the next row, we had the big mob wife with the big tits, which just seemed like a, I'm sorry. I know you love Pearl, but it just seemed like a, a, a one trick pony there. It's like, here's this obscure celebrity that, you know, how are you going to go wrong in that? Because nobody knows who the fuck it is. So here's the thing you bring up a good point, which is one of my criticisms of us on the show is that there's a strong confirmation bias, which is there are the queens we like and we defend them to the death. And then there's the ones that we don't like and we, no matter what they do. But wait, why we are we? Them. I know, I know. We're I know not you, supposed you, to be impartial. You were, nuanced, you, were nu- you were nuanced. No, no, no. What I'm saying is we're not supposed to be impartial. We're recapping a show that we were fans of a show that we, we I, all have our, I mean, that's fine to have. See, I have biases. absolutely no problem in saying the fact that I'm a huge Max fan and I'm really, and, and, but she did terribly this, this week and everything that's happened to her, she did to herself. I still am kind of disgusted by Ginger Minch, but she fucking she put her pussy on the table and walked and dropped the mic like she she pulled it out. Yeah, she did a great job. And I that's have, fine. But that. so what so what I'm coming to is I'm really trying to not be like that. But I kind of think even though I didn't know who this character was, there was that line about Batman and Robin and she said mansion. And then they said, uh, but they were, he already lives in a mansion. And she goes, look, <laughs> I was I had a difficult childhood. I didn't watch fucking Batman and Robin. <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> Am I wrong? That's not a great line. No, not it, really. No, it, it, she was funny. Yeah, but she also looked 
just enough like her that it was funny. But, to me, but to I me, don't know the character. Yeah, that's just it. Really I don't appreciate yeah, it. I don't know the character, so it's like I don't know what she's like. I know Adele, so I know that though that sounds like Adele, right? That you know Adele is kind of ditzy, and Adele is kind of like that makes those it's, really yeah. off the cuff flip remarks that that make no sense. She does sing like an angel, right. and then when you hear her talk, she's, yeah, she's fucking an cockney as hell, yeah, she, and she's an idiot. But uh, you know, and Susie Marshall, I mean Susie Orman is you know very much you know. Makes well, cheesy like I jokes said, and stuff. Katya was really doing Kristen yeah. Wiig doing Susie Orman, and then so we covered we covered already Don Teller Versace. Then next with Little Richard we covered, and I yeah. guess we covered. Did we yeah. cover Adele? Yeah, yeah, we covered it. So yeah. those are okay. the other ones. Awesome. Yep. I agree. All right, uh, it's elimination day, and it's also the halfway point of the episode. Would mean which means it's time for another dramatic episode of what I'm calling. Herstrionics. Oh, you're so clever. Thank you. This week, Katya asks to have a talk with Miss Fame. Can I talk to you? I'd love to talk with okay. you. What's going on? I, I am like kind of freaking out. <laughs> I've been completely sober for the past year and a half. Most of the time, I'm fine. But being away from my network of support has been brutal. I know that Fame is sober, so she's the only other person who can understand exactly what I'm going through. Katya shares her struggle, and Miss Fame lends support to Katya to aid her in her ooh, to aid in her sobriety. In this clip, Katya gets emotional. Sorry, 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 sorry. Say that again. I'll, I'll edit it. Uh, Katya shares her struggle, and Miss Fame lends support to Katya to aid in her sobriety. In this clip, Katya gets emotional. Sorry, the first day I came in here, the first thing I thought of was like. You don't belong here. You're not good enough. So, oh. <laughs> you pulled the. Cap. I, 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 know. I didn't realize like how badly I've, I've actually never been able to love myself. And it's okay, like, people. you are love. You are loved. That's bold talk for somebody whose YouTube channel is called "We Love Katya." <laughs> So what is it? I, I, I talked about this last week and I feel like Taylor did an amazing job pointing out that it's, you know, this is when the Queens are vulnerable because they're putting on their makeup. How is this happening every week? This doesn't seem producer engineered. How can a producer I, say like, I've thought about this because I, I, I was also, you know, unlike Donna Sugars, I listened to last week's episode and uh, I was, you know, I, I was like, oh, that's a good point. I wonder why it's like that. And then I got to thinking, I was like, I think this is the only time that they talk to each other. I think that they're basically segregated at night from each other to keep them from having these conversations. So it's like in the workroom is when they have these conversations because they're not on stage doing a, a challenge where they can't talk to each other. This is their time to actually talk to each other and to get to know each other. And I think, you know, they're probably in that workroom for six, you know, five or six hours. And this is, you know, this is what happens, right? You, you talk to people. Now, but what I will say, I mean, I'm not an alcoholic or any type of addict that would go to those kind of meetings. But the big thing about someone who's recovering from alcohol or drugs or anything like that is having your support system and having your sponsor. So obviously, if he's in a tough emotional state, these are the kind of high stress environments that lead people back to their addictions. Right. Well, so, not, not like he can run out to the store and get some alcohol. Yeah, that was the point but I was going to make. He's in a safe environment. If, if his addiction was alcohol, he could easily go right back to drinking. 
Yeah, it's, that's true. I mean, they could probably order room service and stuff. I'm sure they can get. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. sure there are certain limitations. But at the same time, like I, I'm, and I, he's in L.A. Trust me, it's not hard for him to go out and find some drugs. But it's it's having talking to someone he knew was also sober like him who probably went through the same thing. He really was just treating Miss Fame like his his sponsor, and just he needed that and fame instantly understood what was happening and offered the support needed to get them going. So more power to fame. Like I, I respect fame for this. Which yeah. is so funny because again, fame seems so together in this moment. And then later on, you know, like in different parts of the show, we'll seem like a crazy person. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah, that's it. But you know, the other thing too, we, we don't also know when this happened or did, right. was, was it, was it matching? This could have happened week eight or week four, <laughs> you know, we don't know that. It did, uh, and, other ahead, than Daniel. other than where they were wearing the clothes that they were in later, you know, doing their makeup and stuff. So I mean, it was probably in the right order. I, I would say this was probably done in the right order. Well, I just think it's funny every week at the twenty-one minute mark. Uh, look at this: someone's going to be sad about someone dying, or they're an alcoholic, or. Okay. On the main stage, RuPaul strides down the runway in dazzling couture and introduces this week's guest judges: Michael Yuri and Tamar Braxton. You mean Tony Braxton? Yeah, you know, I don't watch a lot of these reality shows. So who's, who's Tamar, Tamar Braxton? Braxton? I don't know. That's like saying, and we have a princess. And he's like, wait, 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 which, which one? Which one? Oh, it's like Princess Anne. <laughs> I think there's a reality show about Tony Braxton's family. And I think she's a character on that show. I'm just saying. Come on. I don't know. I don't watch that show. And I, I, and I only I, watched three reality shows. This is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch Project Runway every so often when I have cable and I like face off. Like other than that, I really don't care. Well, what's funny, I guess, I guess the, uh, the phrase, yes, God must be her phrase. Cause someone did Tamar Braxton either last year or the year before on snatch game. It was, uh, Roxy Andrews. And yes. I believe she won that challenge. Yeah. And she would do the yes, God. And then Tamar Braxton on the show said it about four times. Yes, God. You know? So I think that must okay. be her, her catchphrase. Okay. Uh, any, any thoughts on judges, Michael Yuri or Tamar Braxton though, as judges? Michael Yuri is adorable, like super adorable, and he's uh, really I, he's cute. funny. He's he's funny, and I love that the fact that he's like got it just unbuttoned enough to show some chest hair. I'm like, hey, Daniel, I, you know, he was he was all right. I mean, certainly better than Carson Cressley, but um, yeah, I, I didn't find him. Now, here's my next question. Right? You brought up a good point. Was Carson Cressley just subbing for for Ross while he was gone? Because now Ross has been a way more episodes than Carson. Now you're now you're gonna jinx it. Now we're gonna get Carson back next week. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> Well, leading into that, Ross Matthews makes us laugh with his own impression. Ross Matthews, do you do any impersonations? Oh, I do a mean Morgan Freeman. Can I hear it? Hi, Miss Daisy. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) You want to take a ride? That's so good. I don't see. Next, I don't see what the problem with that is. Yeah, Ross was really funny. I, you know, Ross has grown on me. I didn't used to be a big Ross Matthews fan. He's been very, very funny. I still don't know when it's Ross or when it's a female judge <laughs> when I hear audio. Like I need to see a video to make sure that that is actually coming out of a man. It really is hard to tell. He really. Is I mean, sad. even me who has a super feminine voice is like really queen. Yeah, it it really is. It really is. Uh, Next, the girls walk down the runway. This week's theme, leather and lace. Girl. All right. So, mm. Donna, do you, I'm assuming that you have your looks ready. I do. All right. Let me uh, let me get prepped here with your uh, bed. In no particular order. All right. Hold on. Wait for the music. And 
go. Wait, no. Okay, darlings, my runway rundown. Rue is giving us some twiggy realness in her cheap vinyl dollar store dress. <laughs> Max. Um, yeah, burn that bitch with fire. I hate Black Widows. Those things are scary. They bite my dogs. Uh, Jaden Girl. You got your outfit at Torrid, okay? So you cannot talk about originality. This is some store-bought shit. Katya. Five different types of lace. Like, and none of them went together, but still gorgeous. That same wig. Uh, Violet, darling, uh, my safe word is in Swahili, just so that I can't pronounce it. Uh, Pearl, what the fuck are you wearing? What the, what the fuck is it? I don't get it. I don't understand the wig. I don't understand the weird leather coat, the weird pink dress, the over, the beat. I, I'm lost. Fame, um, Fame is the love child of Cher and Elvira. I love this outfit a lot. Kennedy, darling, uh, I just said fishnets and hefty bags. And uh, Ginger, I just went. <laughs> Thanks, Ginger. I'm five pounds lighter. It's the Ginger Minge diet. <laughs> oh, she was selling that Elvis Presley. Like, oh, no, she it said was, it like three or four it times. It was such an ugly outfit. Oh, it was just. Daniel, it was Elvis Presley. That's I what I was, that was the I look I was going I for. I don't care. It looked like someone slapped some. Someone wore some white lace uh, leggings over their panties. It was basically well, what it you, looked like. You and heard then, her and talk discuss the fact that yeah, that is a full body. That lighting. is a full body suit that she made. It was cut out one seam. Yeah. It is two pieces, one seam all the way around. Like, first of all, what are you talking about? Like, that's terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. Yeah. Ugh, hideous. And it's the same fucking wig. She is taking the same wig every single week and just styling it in a different way. And thinking uh-uh, that- last week she had a bear on her head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no wig. She had a bear. But every other fucking time, the wig is exactly the same. Okay, yeah, maybe Adele was a little different, but that wig is the same one she wears on the roadway every fucking week. No one's noticed. Okay, sorry. I had a moment. Okay. I'm happy again. Move on. Uh, I had a question, though. I'm trying to remember what it was. On the main stage, Rue announces that Violet Chachki and Pearl are safe. The girls leave the main stage. During the, during the judges' critiques, Michelle thanks Max. The panel starts to criticize her, and then Max loses her mind. Next up, Max. Thank you, Max, for wearing another hair color. But you know what, what I miss is the gray hair. I think you look fantastic, but I think you look normal. Snatch game, you had to look down 100%. What was missing was everything else. Sharon's got a really twisted sense of humor, and that was missing. And I uh, hate to say it that. It looks like Max is okay. coming apart. Yeah, I just really needed to loosen the corset. Okay. I and apologize. Sing a Can song. we get some help from Max? <laughs> that was so weird. Oh, bitch, here we go. Cue the dramatics. You can tell she's the actress. Max, are you okay? So I can quite be called of a night sensation. And now I'm ready. I took advantage of the moment. I don't know if this is strategy, because this is one of the first times that she's not been a shining star. Yes. Uh, apropos of nothing, I, I love that Ginger Minge like talks about fake a little Ginger Minge who cried without shedding a single fucking tear. Yes, like uh, talks about acting. <laughs> During the judges' deliberation, they continued their critique. Next up is Max. When she showed up looking so great as Sharon, and then there was no characterization there. That was a real bummer for me. Max likes to stay in a comfort zone. I think that Max really has more potential. She just needs to find it. <laughs> 
I remember what I, I was going to say. I think that is not even a subtle read. That's actually a fucked up read. Like, she has so much potential, she just has to find it, which is his light way of saying she's terrible. There's Here's, no potential. All right, now back back to the start of this section here, where we're like, Violet and Pearl are safe, and they're both so excited about being safe. And to me, I'm like, are, are you wanting to win this contest? Because basically, when you're safe like that, it just means you were neither the best nor the worst. You're just kind of the middle of the pack that, you know, you're not going to get. You're not going to win the challenge and you're not going to lose the challenge. You're just kind of middle of the pack. I wouldn't be that excited about it. You know? I think that's true for Pearl. Yeah. And you see that sometimes like you saw that with Raven when she was on and when she was safe, she was pissed. She's like, I didn't come here to be safe. I came here to right. win. Exactly. And I respect her for that. But then there are times there are times that when you're in a challenge that you're not super confident about that maybe just being safe is like, okay, I can move on and hopefully the next one plays to my suits. Right. And so, I get, I get I, that. I, I get it for Violet because Violet, you know, had to change to Alyssa Edwards and, you know, she was okay. So like yeah. her being safe, she didn't think she was going to win, but Pearl clearly did her homework, right? Pearl had the character in mind, like had the, <clears throat> the outfit and all the mannerisms and everything for this. So it's like, she shouldn't have been happy that she was safe. She said, but damn, why wasn't I one of the top? Right. I have two things to say about this one. I think your point is right about Pearl. I think Violet was particularly excited because she had never been safe. Yeah. She had always had to stay out there on the main stage for all that time Two, though. Once again, we have to start looking at this from, I think a lot of those bitches don't necessarily want to win. Well, they, they, if they win, it's nice, but the longer you're on that show, yeah. the more attention you're going to get. So to them, just stay another week. Plus it used another... to be, yeah. Plus it used to be that you got something for winning. Like you got immunity the next week or you got, you know, yeah. some, some, but now they don't give them anything. It's like, you're the winner. That doesn't well, mean shit. anything. You, you win the entire show and you don't get much of anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, during, okay. Next, Jaden Dior Fierce comes up short again. All right. Next up, Jaden Dior Fierce. Today, I'm still trying to put it all together. The look, somehow it just, falls flat as far as being raven simone it became real like okay i know what she's gonna she's gonna see a vision once it was funny the second time it was cute the rest of the time it died <laughs> shut up <laughs> during the deliberation the judges continued their evaluation of Jaden. Jaden dior fierce that snatch game for me was just really one note and i was over it dot com okay if <laughs> <laughs> Drag race. Don't come to Shaka's little sister. Uh-huh. You come to Shaka. Right, right. That's all she has to say about that. <laughs> oh, wait. Says Tony. Wait, says Braxton, says wait. Tony Braxton. Yeah. Wait. Does does this bitch refer to herself as the first person? <laughs> like, and that's all she has to say about that. Oh, okay. Dot com. Uh, no, no. It's like I loved. I agree with her. Right. If you're on RuPaul's Drag Race, come as an actual celebrity, not like some B list thing. Says the sister of Tony Braxton, <laughs> who's on RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race. Yeah, <laughs> that is so so funny. So so true. Though. I was thinking the same thing when she was saying that. I was like, "Wait a minute, bitch! You are somebody's <laughs> sister." <laughs> uh, but hang on, no, wait, 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 no. It, to her, to her thing. This is how those reality people work. I have now my own. She has, uh, I have my own agent. Has, yeah. Even though the show is all about the fact that she is who she is, a sister. Right. Now, oh, now that I'm on the show, it's all about me, and I'm a star. It's like, bitch, you're on a reality show. That's like you're on one of those scripted fake ass shows. <laughs> People only watch it because you say stupid shit because they think you're dumb. Dot com. Now is Jaden Dior Fierce the new Candy Ho where we're like, oh, this bitch survived again? No, you know what? I actually I feel for her. I kind of like Jaden. You know she. What? I kind of like Jaden. 
I think she's. You know, a, she's not white, right, Daniel? <laughs> no, that's not fair. I I think she's a really sweet person. I did you just call Daniel racist? I know. It's a very <laughs> subtle thing there. Uh, <laughs> my gentleman caller last night would disagree with you on that, but uh, I'm just saying uh, the. Uh, you know, I, I like her as a person. I, I kind of, I like her character. I mean, yeah, she looks like a big lesbian, but I, I like Jaden. I want her to do better. And I, I respect the fact that she makes her own outfits. Like she like, you know, came up with that prison outfit with the, with the uh, barbed wire going through it and everything. I wasn't yeah. wild about this week's outfit, but she made it herself. She like, she said she made it. I, don't know, I guess Donna disagrees, but. Now I have, I know it would probably was something that she made, but it gave off, it looked like something that I could probably go to a Torrid or a Lame Bride and by myself. Yeah, her mistake uh, there was using the nude from the Crayola box of flesh color because it was like that did not match your flesh color. Um, and it's not a nude. And because I wasn't here last week, I can't I can't fully get to defend her. I have to defend her last week because out of all of them, I mean, her makeup, she put some work in. Yeah. And I mean, you she put she used pulled out some makeup tricks and she did all this kind of burns and 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 yeah. cuts and different things on her face. Where the rest of them really just kind of went, eh. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, uh, okay. I mean, I, I actually think she's kind of weak. I, I, I'm sick of her excuses. I'm sick of uh, the, the drama and the always having something to say about what, why she's not going to be good at that challenge and crying about having to lip sync. And just like, you know what? Go away. I'm done with her because I'm a racist. I uh, still like her. It doesn't mean that I want her on the show. I mean, I, I, you know, I'll be happy when she leaves, but I'm, you know. I don't think she's going to be in the top three, but I do like her as a person. I, I like no, her. no. I think she's gone soon. After the deliberation, Rue called the girls back from the main stage. Ginger and Kennedy share the win, and Rue narrows the queens down to the final two. Jane Dior Fierce, your vision of Miss Simone was not so raven. I'm sorry, my dear, but you are up for elimination. Max, your Sharon Needles missed the point. <laughs> Max, I'm sorry, my dear, but you are up for elimination. Two queens stand before me. This is your last chance to impress me and save yourself from elimination. The time has come. Let your lips sink for your life. Luck and don't fuck it up. Did Rue pick the correct? Did Rue pick the correct bottom two? No, Donna. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. I'll, I'll let Donna go. Absolutely Donna. not. I I would have put Miss Fame in that bottom two. Absolutely had her in that bottom two. I think that even though um, Jaden. It got flat. There were still moments where people laughed. I don't remember a single moment when anyone laughed at Miss Fame's uh, Miss Fame's character. Yes, I agree. Should Max have been on the bottom? Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I and I take. But what I will say is that I was fully expecting because we have never seen her lip sync. I was fully expecting her to pull this shit out of her ass and do it, pull a Manila Luzon, and just mm-hmm. give you the most amazing lip sync. But I think, frankly, I, was this a, was this a Tony Braxton song? Like I don't no. know what this song was, but this song was tailor chosen, not for Max. 
Yeah, it was it was not to his strengths. And and, and Max, in fairness, if you go to Vimeo, uh, I believe friend of the show Veronica Mann pointed me over to the Vimeo account of Max, uh, where you can see some of his uh, audition stuff that he put, you know, that he sent in. And is Tony he, Braxton the one who goes? Oh, sorry. He he lip syncs on that. He, he does a decent job, but it's very cut. It's not a solid. You know, it's not a a single shot performance. It is you know different scenes with different you know, pieces that was later edited together. So who knows how he does live? I mean, clearly, I, I just don't think the song was really in his wheelhouse there. Is Tony Braxton the one who's like, I think she's Tamara. I think she's Tamara's sister. Oh, uh, so, and so Daniel, so you, did you say what you had to say about the final? I, two? Yeah, who, I, you think, who, who would you have put in the final two? I, in the final two, I would have put uh, Miss Fame, and either Max or Jaden, those are interchangeable to me. But yes, it was. And who would you have sent home? Miss Fame. Oh, you you think it's time for Miss Fame to go? I just based on that performance, she she did a horrible job at the only challenge this week, which was the the match game. And uh, you know, she's not. I, I don't think she would have done well in a lip sync because she's not. You know, that's not her strength, right? She's well. Not they they mentioned that. I didn't know that she's not a performing queen. What is she? Okay, she is the kind of queen. Um, I, I'm not going to compare her to anyone because I know I'll get shit for it. She is one of those queens that just shows up and is what she is. She shows up, oh. she's beautiful, and she gets paid. That's the kind of thing it is. She does print stuff. I've seen some of the print stuff she does. It's beautiful. But she is mostly just a pretty face well, that shows up. Yes and no. Right? Yes, she's a YouTube. Uh, she has a YouTube following there about her makeup stuff. She has a lot of different makeup things. She used to work for MAC Cosmetics as a makeup instructor. So she's she's very heavily into, she has a following and a brand that way. Like, so she brands herself oh, as, so she is a, she's that. a glamour queen, basically. She doesn't go and do lip sync and everything. Her big claim to fame is looking really pretty. That's why she mm-hmm. always talks about, I'm loving this look, or, you know, this is a new take on Miss Fame's look and stuff like that, because that's what she does. Interesting. Max and Jaden go head to head in the lip sync. After the song is over, Rue announces her decision. Jane Dior Fierce, Shantae, you stay. Thank you so much. Oh no. Can you join the other girls? There was gasping in the bar. Was there really? Oh yes. Max, you are a true original. Thank you for taking us all to the max. Now, sashay away. I feel I did a a very good job of representing myself. I stayed as as classy as I definitely possibly could, and I feel like I've been in a dream this whole time. So for me to go back to Kansas from Oz, it's all so surreal, but there's no place like home. Now I will I will say this about uh, Max's outfit, Donna. You said that you don't like Black Widows, or whatever, but you do know that that little hourglass type logo that she had cut into the back of her dress there, mm. which is in red, which looks like a Black Widow. You know that's her logo, right? That he has a tattoo of that on his arm. That, so it's like the the Max Collective logo is it's, it's yeah. Max well, no, and I do love it. It's just my little like I really don't like Black Widows, uh, but I'm from an area of California where they exist and they're terrible. But yeah, no, her outfit was stunning. Of course, it was gorgeous. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I frankly, I wouldn't have changed your wig. I, I, at the same time, she did the wig. She did the differences. She was gorgeous, but it is the same thing she always does. It was kind of different, but not different enough. I, I love Max and I, and I encourage her and everything she does. It's just, it, it was just time. I, th- I think it's it's just another case of 
you know, she wasn't the worst person. Her crime was that this was supposed to be her strength and she didn't perform. So it's not a matter that she did worse. You know, she, she could have performed better than anyone. The fact is that this was her strength. Like Tr- Trixie not being funny was a worse sin in RuPaul's eyes or whoever, you know, makes those decisions. That was a worse sin in their eyes because she's supposed to be funny as opposed yeah. to someone who's not. So in this case, it was Max not performing well on this was a much worse crime than like, say, Miss Fame not performing well because that's not Miss Fame's gig. Like now, were you sad though, Daniel? When you were you shocked? Was there a gasp from you? An audible gasp? Yes. When Max left, yes, because I, I, you know, the guy next to me. I was talking to the guy next to me, um, and we were trying to figure out who was going to be the bottom two, and we had decided that it was going to be Jaden and Miss Fame. And then you know she calls out Jaden. We're like, yeah, there you go. And it was Miss Fame and Max left. And then when she called Max, we're like, oh wow. Well, I guess Jaden's going. Jaden's going home. So. You know, when when she said, Jaden, you're safe, they, we were we were both like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, Daniel, I want to have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Please stop. I'm going to stop texting me that when <laughs> I don't watch it till later. And you're like, I'm sorry. Oh, my yeah. God. And I was like, oh, shit. So I'm I sorry. knew it was Max. I'm sorry. Now, were you, oh, my Godding that or were you, oh, my Godding what Ruth said after? No. She said Max. Away. Yeah, I was, I was, oh my God, in the Max thing. And in, okay. in my well, defense, actually, I watch it in a bar and I drink while I watch it. So I apologize. That's, that's what I figured. Girl, yeah. Do what you got to do. It's okay. <laughs> Look, let's actually get to what Donna's talking about because it's vindication for Donna. Just when you thought the episode was over, RuPaul drops a bombshell. My seven sisters, I have a confession to make. I fear I've made a terrible mistake that I've let one of the eliminated queens go home too soon. Rue, girl, what? I'm just not sure which one. Could it be Tempest Du Jour, Sasha Bell, Jasmine Masters, Trixie Mattel, Mrs. Kasha Davis, Candy Ho, or Max? Ah, shit. No, no, no! Well, I'm sure it'll come to me. I uh, go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let you. I wasn't going to say anything. No, I think it, this is exactly what Donna predicted. Right now, um, no, it is what I predicted. It did not happen when I predicted it. Right. What I will say is that if you look back and you look at all these queens, the only one that has had outrage about her being voted off, the only one who has really been out there, and you see a lot on the, like, I'm on Tumblr. When you look at some of the Tumblr groups for RuPaul's Drag Race, that she is, is a big one, is Trixie. Okay, but remember, this was filmed last August, so it's like, they didn't, they had no idea how big this outrage would be or stuff like that. Like, so you can't really count on that because this isn't happening in real time. What I can tell you for a fact is that it is not Jasmine Masters. And I'll tell you why. Entertainment Weekly has an exclusive where they interviewed all of the eligible queens and asked them the question of why they should come back. And Jasmine's answer to it was, Rue should pick me to come back so I can do NeNe Lakes for Snatch Game. It's like, well, (laughs) so she didn't come back or else she would have known that Snatch Game had already happened. (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, look. I know we're not allowed to talk about the editing, but I mean, this is why we knew it was going to be the case. They built Trixie up in those first three episodes so much that it was like they they had they had to do as much as possible to help that outrage happen. It's Trixie. And here's the thing. If if it's Trixie and Trixie goes well, goes far along and not just to get eliminated the first episode, second episode goes goes far. That will be one of the greatest moves that RuPaul's Drag Race has made. No, I agree. But as we know from the past, this has happened before. 
Every time that they have brought back an eliminated queen, that queen has gone home that episode. But this yeah. only Except happened a couple times. With the times. rare exchange of the, the the bitch that was kicked off season one and came back, or kicked right. off season two and then came back season three. But the danger here is, you know, we get into this during presidential election, right? Well, a, a senator has never won the presidential election since 1942 or whatever. It's like, but until it happens, right? Until Barack Obama wins as a senator. It's like, so it's like, there's not, there's only seven seasons plus an all-star. There's, there's not enough history here to say that something always happens or something always, I mean, there's just, there's not enough sample size here. There's been seven seasons and they don't bring someone back every season. So at most we're talking about three different occasions. Well, the only thing I will say to, that will be against this person, if it's Trixie especially, is there have been two weeks in real time and then four week, four episodes that Trixie hasn't been there. She's not going to, you know, she's going back a little rusty. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a pace to the show. There's, they, they understand how the show works. They, they have more time playing on the show than she does. She's right. only there for three episodes. They've been there for eight by the time she comes there, you know, Which so. Le- really leads me to the question, do they sequester, do these queens stay there in that hotel the entire run? Don't know. Well, because I think no, they always no, say, I, like, you always see it on Tuck, like, oh, I can't wait to go home. And like, and it's like they're going home. I don't think they go anywhere. Oh, I think they go to a different hotel because I, you would have to because, you know, every summer, I don't know how I get on this pipeline, but I'll see. They'll know who the contestants are because the people who really are into drag queens will be like, well, no one's seen Miss Fame for three weeks. No one's seen these people for X number of weeks. So they might they, if people just came back right away, they would be like, oh, well. You know, they were they they would know the order. So they would have to keep them sequestered for the entire time. But they just moved to another hotel, I think. Yeah, it, it, that's that's a question that maybe if one day if we interview somebody, we can ask. Right. I'm on a Facebook. Who, 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 OK, let's talk about this right now. Which queen should and it could be from any season. Should I send a Facebook message to to invite them for an interview on the show? Uh, well, not Miss Kasha. Who should realistically get? Not Miss yeah. Kasha Davis or Jasmine Masters because we have talked trash about them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think a previous season might be better. Uh, I, you know, I think, uh, I think we should, uh, we can tell Katya that we're all sober and that, uh, uh we I can... think this season's going to be rough. They're being pulled at from all directions. I'll be honest with you. Unless I... you do like a, a Tempest du jour, I think they're being pulled in all directions. I think if you go last season, who, who's like a sort of like, maybe like a, I don't know. Who ben do de la Creme be? would be great. I would love to talk to Ben de la Creme. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, we can talk about this off the air, but we should we yeah. should send some messages out to people. And maybe, you know, you never know. You might even get be able to get this season. Right. Jinx, but, uh, Jinx would be awesome to talk to. Jinx would be great. I know you. it would be a tough sell, but you actually might be able to get Pandora Box because she is trying to endorse her new web series. Right. Also, she's L.A.-based. I think a lot of the L.A.-based ones are easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they'd have to go to your house. No, we can do it from wherever. We can just Skype. Can yeah, Skype I guess it doesn't them. matter where they are. No, it doesn't no. matter. Maybe it's even easier if they're not from L.A. because they're not Maybe as have that cute boy with you, though. Maybe that may be a good sell. Adam, I think he's outside. Hi. All right. Uh, I have a thing that's coming up here in 15 minutes, so we got to get through this. Uh... He, there is Dick coming. He's Shut got, up. He's got stuff to do. Shut up. All right, I let's know. uh notice when he doesn't have dick coming, all of a sudden he wants to do a three hour episode. Whatever. All right, let's get to our emails <laughs> that we had uh, that came in here before we talk about Untucked. Let's just get to our emails really quickly. By the way, is there anything we need to talk about on Untucked? It was basically yeah. it was the fame and violet. I'm not fame, it was the Pearl and Violet show for, for everybody should part. watch it, but there's nothing to really talk about specifically. I think the only thing that really stood out in my mind about Untucked was when Katya went outside and put Ginger's I'm going to 
be very gracious here and call it a foot. Put <laughs> Ginger's whatever the fuck that was up on oh. top of the uh, thing. Because like, oh my God, what is that? That is so weird looking. That's like not a human foot. It's like she's wearing like a, a you know, a pair of bear slippers or something. It was really, oh, it was just, uh, it was really frightening. Anyway, uh, emails came in uh, this week from Turniped, uh, subject unicornbooty.com. And he's linking to us an article on unicornbooty.com uh, that basically says that this is the weakest contestants ever blah 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 we've we've talked about this before i will put the link in our show notes uh so that if you want to read that article you can but turnip head adds i could not have said it better myself i only keep watching because i'm hoping it will get better and to get creeped out by all the boy butter commercials which i don't watch it what with the commercials i guess there's boy butter commercials on on when you watch it on logo oh when, I, God, when I used to watch hysterical. it broadcast yeah. yeah when i used to watch it broadcast you you see the boy butter commercials and they're really really creepy and weird he's right now i just watch it yeah i watch it on my itunes and whatnot so i don't see them also, I loved last season because I loved those commercials where the people started off clothed and they stripped down naked. Those were my favorite. I have. What were they trying to say? To, they Something about they had, AIDS. I don't know. Yeah, it was the, AIDS-y, but there was like, oh I my am. god, some of those boys were sexy. Yeah, get this, in your chonies. Take uh, it, own he, it. This is who I am. He also, Do I, know? I don't care that you have dick coming later. This is me. Okay, <laughs> I'm taking my clothes yes. off and I'm presenting myself. All right. Also, uh, from Turn of Head, he adds. Whatever happened to Santino Rice? I actually have an update on that. Yes? Nobody cares. So I go on Wikipedia to get the lipstick message from the mirror, mm-hmm. and somebody, I guess with some sort of knowledge, put all the guest judges and the main stage challenges for the rest of the season. Yes. And Santino Rice is coming back as a guest judge this season. <gasps> oh, my God. You know he must be pissed. That's... You know that is going to be an awkward-ass <laughs> episode. That oh my God. devil bitch Santino Rice is going to be back on the thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, from Musing Mark. By the way, thank you, Turnip Head. Uh, from Musing Mark, subject, Snatch Game. Hi, guys. I thought that Violet made the right choice to portray Alyssa Edwards. She was a dead ringer for Alyssa. But why did she tell Fame she didn't have a backup character and then go on to nail Alyssa? She made Fame fight to do an unfunny Donatella Versace. Oh, the shade of it all. Ooh, no. Maybe, maybe Violet is an I evil never, genius. I never actually thought of that. That's pretty genius. <laughs> Jaden's look on the runway was supposed to be a nude illusion, but created no illusion of nudity. When she has to look... Oh, it was? Yeah, that that's what that's how that's how she described it. I made a nude illusion with his. That's why I said oh. the Crayola nude color, the flesh color crayon. Uh, Jaden, let's see. Uh, when she she knows she's black, right? <laughs> and when she has to lip sync against Mac, I thought if they play a Shaka Khan song, this is rigged, and they play a soulful song, which favored Jaden. Is it that's fair? A soulful song. Is it fair that lip sync song often complements the ethnicity of one queen over the other? A white queen will probably suck at lip syncing to an Aretha Franklin song, for example. A black queen may have problems with the pink song. What do you think? I think that's completely unfair. I don't believe that at all. Uh, it's unfair, uh, but it, the problem is, is that it's unfair. But you have seen situations where it has happened. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it has to do with the race of. This it has nothing to do with the race. It's just you know, unfortunately some songs do favor certain people. Obviously. Well, like the- if the song when, has you know, like if it if it was a uh, a Miami Sound Machine song where they're singing parts of it in Spanish and you don't know Spanish and you're like fluck, fucking up the mi- the lip sync because you don't know the words then yeah well, that, that's gonna perfect example is Willem the when she was lip syncing it was a country song yeah and of course she's gonna tear that song up compared to Jiggly Caliente who 
She's no fucking country music. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, it's just, it really has more to do with the familiarity of the music, not necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. Also, same thing for season five when uh, Jinx was lip syncing against Roxy Andrews, and they got they did that Malumbo number five by Ima Sumak. I mean, that that's a crazy ass song that only Jinx would be able to do, right? And be able to pull off. Also, remember Latrice Royale did that whenever she had lip sync for her life. She got that uh, Natural Woman with Aretha Franklin. Who else and are you gonna get to do Aretha Franklin? Up. Tore it up. That's because she can't move. Uh, and who do you think is coming back next week? And I believe we've already covered that. Well, who, actually, did we? I think it's Trixie. Who do, 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 I mean, I are we all? Trixie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, who else could it be? Musing Mark. And on a very sad note, uh, our condolences go out to one of our listeners from Canada who uh, lost his partner this week um, to uh, mm-hmm. Urban Guy T.O., whose partner passed away. Uh, you have our uh, condolences. And we, uh, uh, I don't know what else to say other than we're sorry. <laughs> There's nothing much to say there. Anyway. That's so sad. It is. He's my age too, which yeah. Oh was it goodness. sudden or what? This is sad, Daniel. Let's talk about this off the air. This is yes. expected. Well, that's, that's a great way to go in. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. I completely, I completely destroyed the show. Here, you know what? Let me get, okay, let me get go. the vibe back real quick. Let me get the yeah. vibe back real quick. <laughs> Such a horrible song. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us for another recap of RuPaul's Drag Race. You can join us every Tuesday live on Pride48.com at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p- Wait, no, that's not true anymore. Yes. Download the show wherever you get your podcasts. Also, visit our website, Pride48.com slash RDRR, where you can find all of our contact information. Leave us a comment and find all of our old episodes. So, until next week, for Daniel Brewer, Donna Sugars, and myself. Sashay away. Until next week. <laughs>